Here we are, Chris. Hi, Tom. Living Room 101. Isn't it? And um, uh, I think we should just get into it. Uh, okay. Yeah. And um, who's going to go first? The person going first this week is you. Ah, again? Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah. And, um, Yet again. Okay, no, I can go first. Um, what it is, is um, <laughs> it's, um, have you come across this? Pointless branding of periods of time. So pointless branding of yeah. periods of time. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, British Sandwich Week. That's a thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we have um, National Pituitary Awareness Week, which Ooh. is sort of you know you know fair enough. But um, I'm definitely not aware of uh, that's the pituitary gland, right? I guess so. Yeah. I'm not aware of that. There's a whole week devoted to that. Well, they're in, not marketing well enough. In the nation's calendar. Right. And um, guess what last month was? Oh, okay. I will guess. Go on, um, National Moth Chasing Month. No, it wasn't. It was actually National Home Security Awareness Month. Right. Okay. And so we all know that this is about... Um, okay, so in that case... The security industry just going, oh, what can we dream up, you know, to try and sort of contrive anybody being interested in their products, right? Yeah. And um, sandwiches, exactly the same. But you're, it's different, isn't it? It's a fundraising thing and it's sort of, you know, you can see that that's sort of, uh, that's sort of a, valid, a valid thing to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this other stuff was, we see that it's marketing. Can you not see that we see? I mean, don't pretend... That this is like an important, important week in the in the nation's cultural calendar. Do you know so what I mean? So presumably, if you really investigated, it was many, many national something months yeah. last month. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you really researched it, yeah. If you yeah. actually did, if you were going to be on a podcast talking about it, yeah, you would, you, you would, would do think that research. That you yeah, would yeah, do yeah. like some in-depth research um, about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, this is. See, quite often our things come back to just annoying little marketing. We've had marketing before. You know, because yeah. people it is people's job just to come up with ways to sell national secu- home security. So what? Who, who's behind that? Where's the big money? Is it, well, is it alarms? A, could be alarms. It big could be alarm. alarm fellas, couldn't it? Um, it? It could be fences. Fences? Yeah. I don't think so. No? I think it's more security cams. Okay. Um, yeah. Those like doorbell yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. What, what are the doorbell things? Well, um, <laughs> I think it's probably about time for a Bruce anecdote, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so quite early this time. Yeah. But, yeah. But welcome so, nonetheless. So Bruce, <laughs> who um, I do a bit of work with, yeah. the other day when we were trying to work, he won't listen to this. He um, <laughs> his phone kept going, motion detected at your front door. Oh, it's got one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every like once an hour, it did that. And it's actually not his front door, it's his mum's front door. Right. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, but that's what it is. It's an app, yeah. so there's a camera there, and he can also speak. So he so does what? sometimes tell people to go away from his mum's front door. Oh, uh, okay. So what, <laughs> um, what was the motion that it detected, though? Uh, well, here's the irony. It was his mum going in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we looked. Tabs on his we, mum. we then looked on the camera. I think I yeah. probably said something like, what, what So the camera footage that? comes through his phone? Aye. He can have a look on... T- uh, the app. Wowzers. Yeah. Okay. And you can look in her back garden. Yeah. Um, and his mum's okay with this. I mean, is she aware of this? Does I she actually know? asked that question. I was like, is your mum mind? You just can always look at her front door or back yeah. garden. He was like, no, no, she, yeah, she likes it. 
She lives okay. on her own. Yeah. You know, I think, I think yeah. she quite likes it. Yeah. But, but yeah, all the time. Motion detected at your front door. Uh, and um, what if you see the footage and there's no one there? And you just think, oh. Oh, it was a fox. You'd have to sort of, well, yeah. <laughs> quite often it's a fox. Or, or a leaf. I don't think a leaf does it. Maybe there's some heat thing involved. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure a cat could do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so I imagine it's companies like that. that it's companies behind. like that, but it's it's obviously like a trade. There's probably a, a trade association, isn't it? Because because actually there's trade associations for the most obscurest industries, isn't there? I mean, there's a trade association. I once did a film for. <laughs> I'm so hot. I'm going to open the okay. door. Open the door. This might affect the sound quality, listener. You're running, right. you're running hot. Aren't I'm you? boiling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, I once did a film for the um, National Lead Sheeting Association. I am so bored already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually. Well, I was going to say it was interesting, but it is. I mean, there's a whole art to lead sheeting um, work, <laughs> <laughs> um, but people work with lead, so it's roofs, yeah, and it's often church roofs. What? Oh, roofs. Yeah, so it's lead sheeting, so it's it's roofs, it's church roofs, often the way, and they were um, in their fact, they have like a factory as well attached to it, where they train up apprentice apprentices, um, <laughs> so they have apprenticeships and they run apprenticeships for the industry, mm. and um, but um, <laughs> yeah, they were telling me about because um, there's a lot of refurb going on. Um, in Westminster, like the House of Parliament, right, and um, they were doing the lead sheeting on the roof. Apparently. That's a big job, isn't it? Oh, that would, that's that... that's right up the top. Oh yeah, I mean, we've had know... a call come in. Oh, what is it this time? Palace of Westminster <gasps> need the roof yes. redone. Yes, yes. number one. Um, yeah, but it's um, <laughs> <laughs> or is Westminster Abbey number one? Um, I mean, they're right next door, so maybe you're hoping you get two for one. Two for one deal. What they were saying about the roof is that you you take off the earlier sort of lead sheeting, and it goes back. It goes back to sort of like you yeah. know hundreds of years. Yeah. And um, they all sign their name. Mm. The people who did it before, it's all signed. And um, perhaps there's some um, obscene graffiti there or something. Um, I think it's yeah. I mean, perhaps, but it's more. It's more they. <laughs> It's more they're just like proud of the work, so it's an it's an art. There's an art to lead sheeting manipulation, of course. And yeah. so they still do that, which is obviously. what I often say. Yeah, yeah. no, they do. Um, do they sign? I'm not sure they do sign these days. Of I think course they, just, they do. I think they're more functional. They just go in and go, right, job's done. And they go, um, Thomas Winters did this mm. in 1720. That like, I don't care about writing my own name. Uh, I mean, I think you would write your own name, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, I love a bit of old graffiti, don't you? Old graffiti is great, isn't it? And a castle, yeah, yeah. or um... I saw some on a bridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know the one about Mays Hare in uh, Shetland? I don't. So that that's got Viking graffiti. I mean, already yeah. Mays Hare, I think, was you know a thousand years old. Yeah. By the time the Vikings came along, but it's really obscene. It's like oh really, braggy fucked. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's oh, really God. like it probably is like is uh, it salty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viking graffiti. Yeah, I'd like to see some Viking. I've never seen Viking graffiti. No, another another no. apart from on the telly. Yeah. So you saw this on the on the te- television. Yeah, yeah. I saw this on the televisuals. Yeah. So you didn't actually go there and have a look at no, it. No, I'm absolutely desperate to go there. Yeah. Because that bit of that bit of Orkney is. Yeah. Um, has some very interesting prehistoric stuff going on. The Ness of Brodgar. Oh, how about this? The Whoa. best Ness. It's the best Ness, and it's so it's. Just pre Stonehenge, and they think wow. it's like Stonehenge was copying that 
that, like, Ness that and Brodgar was actually your main thing. Yeah. And Stonehenge was a kind of, obviously a big thing as well, but yeah. like Ness and Brodgar was probably the, the real... It's become a history podcast. It's become about history again, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Which is fair enough. Um, so yeah, this pointless branding. Um, I of, see, I thought what you were going to say is like, decades having to have names which is something that's always worried me not always like the noughties and the nineties the noughties and then what are these these are the tens are they are they the the teens the teens why do you say it like that because because we're in the teens we're teenagers oh the teens century but you said the tens is it the tens or is it the teens I don't know I don't know but I wasn't going to say that I was going to say no. Sorry, the, yeah, the pointless that, that yeah. I thought I thought that's what you meant. Pointless branding was. Yeah, I thought you were going to have. A, I thought you didn't like the noughties. Um I don't like the noughties. No, I don't. But I quite like seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, sixties. <laughs> <laughs> I like fifties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Forties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thirties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Twenties. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 But noughties. Nah. Which is your favourite decade? In terms of just how it sounds to say it. Uh, just all the associations, just everything you get from it. Mm. 90s <laughs> is coming up, but 80s... I, can, I, can you I've hear got... what's happened? What's happened? Can you hear that? No. It's a bagpipe. <laughs> We've got a bagpipe. <laughs> We've got a bagpipe in the background. Okay. But oh, I think that's fine. That's fine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 80s, probably. 80s is good, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you get that thing where it's going to get superseded, isn't it? Like, when we go into the tw- 2020s... Yeah. That's going to be yeah, the how first are we going to do time. That? Yeah, how are we going to do that? What are people going to say? Maybe everyone, every time, will have to say, the roaring 20s. There'll be somebody who's thought about it. Somebody has already thought about how they're going to refer to the 2020s. Yeah. They're going to call them the 2020s. So, But I wasn't saying that, so... Um, are you going to put them in? These pointless marketing um, tools. Okay, I think I'm going to have to try and think of a counter-argument here. Uh, but I can't, so yes. <laughs> they, that is absolutely crap. What is National House Security Month. Get oh, yeah. out of here. I mean, I... <sighs> what no, no seriously. National Security thinking? House Month. Home Security Month. Yeah. Really has to get lost. It does, yeah. Yeah. It does. But it has just got lost. Yeah. Which like slightly annoys me because I like to try and not put your ones in. Mm, but it was such a convincing yeah. argument, I yeah. think, that just I don't think the argument was convincing. I think the argument sort the... of really helped you put it in. I think the idea was was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so I had a thing right the other day. Go on. Where I was going into tube oh. and in the I nearly said elevator there. Yeah. In the lift, there was that would have been bad. there was a poster. Yeah. Um, and it said it was for Madame Tussauds. Yeah. And it had people round a waxwork, and it said something like "Hang out with a superstar." Oh God. And I thought, I don't know who that superstar is. Oh really? I thought it was Mel C from the Spice Girls. <laughs> wow. Um, and I was like. I mean, Mel C. Mm. A, is she... I mean, she was a superstar, but is she really anymore? Not and B, really. can you not update it? And then I saw up in the corner, there was a little bit of text, and yeah. it said, Dua Lipa. What's that? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Mm. So Dua Lipa is a singer, right? Right. <laughs> She's... 
British. Okay. But, you know, she's big. Yeah. Uh, so it was Dua Lipa. And oh, I okay. thought, I don't know, maybe it's me and very mm. clearly you. Mm. Uh, a bit old now for for knowing the current pop stars, but I just you thought... You mean very clearly me? You don't know who Dua Lipa is. I know, but I didn't see the poster. And if you had seen the poster, would you have known who it was? I don't know. How was I supposed? How am I supposed to know? Well, I know you wouldn't because you don't know who Dua Lipa is. True, true. That is. That is oh my true. god. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so there's something about those posters where, and okay, so to broaden this, okay. I then was like, no, this does happen, and it quite often happens with like a health, you know, a health pill. For like you know, men's health. You know, right. healthy men's man. Bloody bloody men's health. Yeah, <laughs> bloody male health. Oh. Where it's like you know, you can have glowing skin as well. You too. Take this pill, and then it'll have some fellow on it. Yeah, you know? some fella. And then you'll be like, okay, that's just a catalogue model. Yeah. And then underneath it says Olympic gold medalist Ben Time. Okay. <laughs> you know, to London Olympics. And yeah. I'm like. I think if you have to say who it is, it is, I'm not sure it's worth paying the money to get them. <sighs> yeah. And equally, I'm sorry, Madame Two Swords, but I think if you have to... if And you, they know that that's not really a recognisable superstar because they've put the name on the poster. But they're very consciously going for the younger market, aren't they? It's not for us. Look, I don't disagree with that, but if you have to put the name on the poster, I disagree with using the word superstar. Do you think they put the name on the poster to sort of basically for us, for older people who... No, who... they've put it on because they know that that waxwork is not good enough for everyone to know who that is. Mm. But they've got so many ones it... in there, why have they done... There must be a reason for them to have... Yeah, I mean, they are going for the younger people, but yeah. I, I just disagree with the use of the word superstar if you have to tell me who it is. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. So what, exactly, what is it exactly that you're trying to, to put into Living Room 101? What I'm trying to put in is yeah. any marketing campaign where you have to tell me who your celebrity is. Because mm. I just think something's not working there. Yeah. Something's What's not working. What's funny is, like, when you have, like, um, when you have sort of panel shows that are really scraping the barrel for guests, that's what it's making me think of, yeah. where they have to sort of presage their name, like yeah, um, yeah, preface, yeah. sorry, their name with um, <laughs> with where they're, where they're sort of like supposedly a celebrity from. So, yeah. um, so would I lie to you? You know, yeah. they do that sometimes, don't they? Where like from, they'll have to go like from Coronation Street. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like quite sad. Is that a similar kind of thing? It's sort of, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. I'll throw that in. Would you like to throw that into Living Room 101 in that kind of panel show context? Or is it just when it's like... Um... All, all honesty? Hmm. I would just like to get all panel shows in there. <laughs> oh, really? I hate them. Oh, uh, really? I hate them. Yes. I mean, I like some of the people that are on them. Yeah. But I just hate that But some of Bob Mortimer's stories on Yeah, yeah. I like, I like those, but I can watch those on YouTube as a separate thing. I guess. But if that panel show had never yeah, existed... I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine with it. Uh, well, I think I don't think I could live without having seen. But you'd have Atletico Mints, and you know you'd have Reeves and Mortimer. You don't <laughs> really so. need those. Yeah, those things. Well, I'm not putting those in. Okay, all right. <laughs> also, you know, you could end up writing on them. Yeah, well, you know, um, um, if someone wants me to write for a panel show, I'm very happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, where my moral high ground. You know, that's yeah, that's that's my kind of that's my level. You know what I mean? In a way, it's sort of like the. Um, the chipping away of your moral high ground, isn't it? Mm. Really, which I think the ground wasn't that high. No, it was, and it was fairly level. Yeah, it was fairly to level. To start with, 
but there is some kind of coastal erosion going on. And yeah. It, it can definitely get lower if someone's offering me money. Yeah. I mean, mine can become an actual de- <laughs> depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. actually chase the money. Yeah, well... In the know, face of your morals. I'll just, like, run down that that sort of uh, corrie, I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, reach the bottom of it and um, yeah. take the gig. But, um... um so yeah you're saying like if you have to so it's the thing of having to tell so it's having a campaign a marketing campaign yeah. and having to tell the people yeah. that it's aimed at who the person is who your celebrity yeah. is um, and is it the people doing that or is it the kind of thing itself you want to put in the phenomena it's the phenomena yeah. phenomena Phen- uh, phenomena but I have to say that I have to say that the Madame Two Swords and let's just pause here for a moment okay. and just okay. um, because um, yeah. my friend Johnny, who's a listener to Living Room 101, Johnny? I know his his family, quite rightly, mm. I suppose, pronounce yeah. it Madame Tussaud because she was French. Oh, gosh. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought there could be people listening to this who are like, Madame Tussauds? Everyone uh, calls it Madame Tussauds, for God's sake. Yeah, but is that an excuse? Madam. We say we say madam, don't we? And then do they we... say madame Tussaud? Oh, I suppose they do. Madame Tussaud? Oh, is he French? Uh, well, I'm... Uh, his dad was Egyptian, but I think his dad's first language was French, so he, a bit, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, he's got an excuse then, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're I'm... thinking it's a good idea. No, I just... I like gonna... the idea of hearing someone saying... Yeah, today we're going to go to, we're hoping to take in the National Gallery, the Planetarium, Madame Tussauds. Um, <laughs> then we'll probably go to Hamley's, you know. Um, anyway, I thought it was just worth worth, <laughs> worth saying that. Omelet. But the point, my point really is, yeah. um, <laughs> my point really is, yeah. Madame Tussauds is really famous for being, you know, for its likenesses and for being, you know, yeah. you can go and hang out with really famous people. So I think it's particularly yeah. unforgivable that mm. they have to tell me who that famous person is. Yeah, I guess it is. But I suppose they've had a like real nightmare in the digital age of like mm-hmm. of maintaining their relevance and their audience. Well, is it not an opportunity? What? It's a bit like ebooks mm. have kind of made physical books nicer objects because they kind of have to be nicer objects because mm. they need to start playing to their strengths so you get yeah i think overall the additions you get now of books are actually a bit nicer because of you mm. so maybe madame tussaud is oh. um <laughs> is uh maybe it's given it more of a relevance because people don't have that much real tangible experience of do you know do you know what i mean i know what you're saying but like it's ironic isn't it because it's so not real isn't it ironic don't you think um oh we've put her in though so she's, that's not i mean yeah. i don't know why we're singing that sorry we've, she's already gone into the living room 101 Shouldn't have um that. yeah because you know it's not real i mean i never really got the concept of mm. of to suit <laughs> have you been supposed to be pronounced um i went you know when i was a kid i think yeah um me too and you know that was that was great when all the kind of oh. arms were falling off and the yeah kind so of, it was great no, well, no it was great because it was so bad oh i you see know, and you sort of like you know you could see your and there's like melts and... I don't know. It just, I think that was in your imagination. No, it was probably pretty good, wasn't it? Even back yeah. then. I remember it being pretty great. Wasn't there kind of like... There was a big kind of... There was like a horror bit and then there was sort of... Yeah, there was the torture yeah. zone. Wasn't there a torture but zone? But now I feel like that was really at the London Dungeon and I've put them uh, together. Maybe but but if you remember that too, then maybe... No, maybe I think it was, it was Madame Tussauds. 
Madame Tussaud. Tussaud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, um, so, am I going to put this in? Yeah, I mean... Right. If it has to say Olympic champion Greg Rutherford... You mean for joint ace or something like that? Something that's, you know... The male... <laughs> joint ace? Yeah. Is that a thing? The male, male health thing is what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Them little captions. Yeah. David Gandhi is often on them. Right. Yeah, you too can be like David Gandhi. I had a, I had a bit of an existential crisis about David Gandhi because okay. he's... I think he's younger than me. <laughs> or he's like the same age as me. Yeah. And in my head he was like 20 years older than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, never mind. I've got over it, I yeah. think. Um, I t- I'm not. I'm not going to put it in. Why? Um, because I think there's a specific reason they're doing it. They're going for the younger audience. Um, and no, no, of course that. Not in the not in the men's health zone. Well, in the men's health zone. Um, I just think you know they're scraping the barrel for the celebrity. Yes, but um, you think it's good for the celebrity? Doesn't really annoy me that they've that they've kind of. You know, had to flag up who that was. It, do you I see think, it as I a kind of one in the eye to the celebrity age? Yeah, I do in a bit. Oh, okay. And I think it's quite funny sometimes that it's so kind of nakedly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit crap. <laughs> that's true. I um, do quite enjoy it. Yeah, and like that David Gandhi, you know, that's quite funny, isn't it? When you sort of see him, and he's just famous for being a model, right? He's, yeah, he's not yeah. an actor, is he? No, he's just a supermodel. I bet he yeah. has acted in something. Yeah. I mean, might be a nice fella. Like really witty. Oh, doubt it. Uh, why? Because he doesn't look witty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never see that twinkle in his eye that makes me think, gosh, I bet he's a wit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just think, oh, well done on being very handsome. Yeah. I actually saw him in real life once. Did you? Yeah, he as handsome in real life. Ah, these yeah. people are always. Me. In my experience. Yeah. Of seeing handsome you people. You can't... It's like, you know, lighting and photography and all that. Yeah. He's just a very handsome man. But yeah. you actually see very handsome people quite often. It's like, it's nothing to lose your shit over. I guess not. No. It must be a weird existence for him. Just to sort of like... Just thinking, all these people have seen me in my underpants. Mm. I think I, I really like it when like, sort of... Someone like Rob Lowe, you know, when he... Mm. And then he sort of started doing comedy and stuff. And uh, mm, mm. I really like it when they kind of... Like, people who are supposedly, like, icons of of attractiveness... Yes. Uh, ...start kind of taking the piss out of themselves, you know. Do you know what I mean? A little bit? Yeah. Not? Yeah, I do. I do yeah. know what you mean. He did that very well in that Behind behind the Candelabra? Was that, what? what was the, li- the Liberace? The Liberace film that with Michael Douglas. like a drawing room farce. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... You must have heard of it oh, yeah, Michael the, Douglas's Liberace is that what it was called behind it the had, can, it had candelabra. the name candelabra in it wow that's quite a film poster yeah anyway he was, was have you not seen that did he play Liberace Rob Lowe for, for fun's sake what I mean this like what you're saying the, the peak of him doing this is in that film is I'll, it? I'll just say that was it for comedy that film <laughs> I didn't even yeah it's Michael Douglas as Liberace Matt right. Damon plays his boyfriend okay and Rob Lowe is in it and I'm not going to spoil it but it's the it's it's peak can't believe I've said that yeah Rob Lowe taking the piss out of himself so it's a comedy film it's a comedy drama how could you how could it not be a bit comedy about mm. Liberace but I think his his um the first time he did it was wasn't it Wayne's World it's Wayne's World yeah it? yeah yeah sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely um uh, so it hasn't gone in. No, it's not, has it? 
Can you hear the bagpipe? No, I can't hear the bagpipe. You genuinely cannot hear it. Is it really loud? I think it. I think it might be audible to listeners, but I'm sure they're enjoying it. <laughs> um, I think we'll just sh- sh- soldier the, on. The pro- the problem with this is that you're quite deaf, <laughs> and not to show off, but I've got hearing like a bat. <laughs> Oh, what a combo. What a combo. So we don't know. No wonder we're doing a podcast together. <laughs> um, All right, so that hasn't gone in. That hasn't gone in. Right, okay. I put your yeah. one like straight in, didn't I? You did. I was like really kind. Yeah, but there's no, you know, no, I know. dog in. I know, yeah. There's no... Uh... Anyway, I just thought it was worth mentioning. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what's your next one? That's My next one is actually, um, it's, it's like a tweet, but um, it's actually something that my mum right. was telling me about. Um, that absolutely drives her insane. Um, And it's the present historical tense. (sighs) God, you know, sometimes we're always panning for gold on Living Room 101 (laughs) and you've just come up with a nugget. (laughs) Carry on. Okay. So this, basically, if you you were to watch um, a contemporary history programme with my mum, what would happen... Is um, there would be a there would be a line of dialogue along the lines of um, talking about a historical event yeah. like sort of uh, so during the Second World War mm. um, Hitler um, Hitler goes and takes refuge um, in at the uh, Eagle's Nest um, and um, my mum would say no he didn't <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, actually she would probably say no he doesn't. Yeah, um, and keep it present tense. So anything they would say in the present historical tense, mm-hmm. my mum would just say, "No, they don't. No, no, he doesn't. No, she doesn't." Yeah, and it drives her insane that they're using this tense yeah. to uh, sort of up the drama, and um, and she maintains that it's a thing that has only happened recently, mm-hmm. and I think it has happened more recently. Mm-hmm. But I did do a little bit of research on this. Ah, yeah. And um, but I'd like you to come back on it first before I tell you. Well, I, it, it really annoys me. It, it really yeah. annoys my dad. He's oh, commented he, he, on it definitely. Is he in, in the club? Yeah, club? yeah. You hear it quite a lot. Well, you do. You just yeah. hear it quite a lot now. It's quite often on in our time. <laughs> yeah. Before it's like Henry sees Anne Boleyn is starting to stray. Is that Bragg? What? No, no. Uh, we're not going back to Bragg. We all, you know. We had, you maybe you listeners the, haven't heard the episode, but you were quite rude about my brag impression. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't doubt that. So, did he go in? Did he go into Living Room 101? Brag. I don't think we tried to put Brag Could, in. I think, we, I, mean, I think I would have tried. Yeah, to. no. He's definitely not going in. <sighs> I really want him to go in. Brag! Do you think Brag listens? I think probably not, so we can say what we like. I think we're safe. Yeah. Um... Should we, I, I, I feel like we could actually just cover Bragg here for a moment. Yeah, let's cover. Um, I mean, so we might have done it before. I think we've done it before. But go on. I'll say this for Bragg, right? I have um, very occasionally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what actually happened? I've experienced Bragg. I a didn't few know times. what you were going to say then. There was a whole other image oh, that came into my mind, but no. I'm not going to go there. Go on. Gosh. I have actually on um, occasion. With Bragg. I've, 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 I've experienced Bragg, okay. What? I've done, like... Have you met Bragg? Yes, but only, like, slightly... Wow. Like, tangentially met Bragg. This is a Bragg I've Bragg. seen Bragg in action, okay? It's a Bragg Bragg. And he's quite moody, right? Moody? Of course he's moody. He's quite... I bet he's a monster. He's a bit, you know... He doesn't, he doesn't give two shits, do you know no. what I mean? Well, he wouldn't. But, but he's also... I'm a Bragg fan. 
I love right. in our time. I love the way he's rude to the people. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. He's rude to people on in our time. He says, oh, hurry up. He basically says, hurry up. Why do you like the fact he's rude to people? Because it's funny when people are Yeah, but he doesn't think it's funny. And... He's just like... He's no, but, no, but he's, got a very, he's got a very tight schedule. In our time, he's got 40 minutes to discuss the Crusades. What? He's got a lot of ground okay, to cover. Okay. But and when they start waffling, he says, okay, come on. Um, and you know I quite, it's I, like Paxman on University Challenge oh, it's just yeah. ridiculous it's all about them it's their ego no it's not it is. with Bragg he's got a lot to get through Chris Bragg I'll give you exhibit A all of his televisual oeuvre where you have the, where you have the cut, cut back to him smiling or laughing at something the interviewee said some of the interviews by the end of his television career it was more Bragg in that interview there was more footage of Bragg Bragg had more more footage of Bragg than who? Than the interviewee. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going to give an example. No, I mean... Okay, so would you... But the let, let, what's he doing? Now, in defence of Bragg, an essay, right? Would you rather not have had the South Bank show, not have had In Our Time... What, you think Bragg... Bragg is just like the helm of that. He's not... He's no, not no, those shows. no, 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 no. He thinks he has, he hasn't. Oh, shut He's up. not the auteur of television. That he, he is, he's he the auteur of the South Bank show. Anyway, okay, mm. right. What am I actually saying about Melvin Bragg? How did he come up? <laughs> I can't remember. What I, what I, I my final point on Melvin Bragg is I think he's a bit of a dick, but I still like him. Mm. I mean, I, I'm glad he Okay, exists. I see what you're saying about South Bank Show and all that kind of stuff, but he's a little bit, he's a little bit yentop, where basically um, it's all about them. It's their ego, and it's sort of splashed across the programme when mm. actually mm. those programmes, yes, are very interesting, and like the, the, the subject matter is great. And, but you're tuning in to hear about the subject, not to hear this person channeling the subject, yeah? And like, it's like this... Do you wish you were presenting? No, I, I mean, if I was presenting, I would just, you know, there would be like top and tail, intro, outro. I know, I know. Intro, outro. That's why you like to get straight into it on your podcast. Yeah, I mean, you just tell the story, it's yeah, not about that. Yeah, just get into it. And then, and then so, and Alan Yedtop's the same, and no disrespect to the man, and I really like the fact that he is introducing us all to these cultural things, and it's keeping culture on BBC One, which is brilliant. But it's all about him, and it's so. And I feel like they could be just a step back from there. You go and just let the interviewees often, you know, that um, you mm, want to hear about mm. the subject itself, tell its story. You know, um, that's all I'm saying, really. I don't think you would hear Yentob or Bragg use the present historical. You've just tense. said that that Bragg did does that. No, I didn't. On, on I said time. people on in our time do it. Okay, and what does he say about that? Oh, he doesn't comment on it, but I can tell he doesn't like it. You think he doesn't like it? It's really annoying. Why do people do it? It's to give it like a kind of immediacy, isn't it? But it, it it's just annoying. It didn't happen. It didn't used to in happen. The present tense. No. So hang on, you did some research. What? what well, no, hang research? on. I just want to know how you know Bragg. I don't know Bragg at all. I so I did you drive him round? Didn't no, I did an event where he was talking to Neil Kinnock. And <laughs> I was selling books. Rock and, and roll, mate. Did rock I and roll. Organize it? I didn't organize it. You organized it, and you got Bragg and I Kinnock. Can't even on. remember what they wow, were. Wow, you're moving some yeah. incredible circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, is that sarcastic? No, Bragg and Kinnock are incredible. Alice. What? Well, they are incredible people. No, they're yeah, okay. <laughs> Neil Kinnock? <laughs> I think he's pretty incredible. I'd much rather listen to Neil Kinnock and Melvin Bragg than Dua Lipa and Greg Rutherford. Off can, posters, lovely you can't even know who they lovely are. Call yeah, thank Can you. you do um, a Neil Kinnock impression? 
<laughs> well, do you know what? I probably can, but you don't like my impressions. No, but I just... Oh, now can... you want no, my impressions. No, I just thought you were going to do one because I imagine he's he's kind of the calibre of person <laughs> that you do. He's in your repertoire, no? Neil Did you see... Kinnock. Yeah. That was actually quite good. That's quite good. Coogan studded, does a very good one, doesn't he? Yes, he Steve does. Coogan. Do you yeah, remember that? Years ago. Anyway, um, we digress. So, um, Melman Bragg and... Um, um, what we were talking about? Present historical. Present historical. So, yeah, this is on behalf of my mum. Can you do some more examples okay. of it? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about the research, because I, I looked it up, and um, obviously, you know, in-depth research, um, a little browse on Wikipedia, and um, <laughs> it's like, it's, um, it was used in Latin, and it was like, a, it's, it's come from the Latin, um, and... Mm. Um, Dickens used it in David Copperfield, and on what? yes, and on the Wikipedia uh, page, <laughs> um, it gives it gives this citation of a Dick- Dickens passage where he's upping the drama by yeah he's he, a novelist, he sets the so scene and then he sort of he's, uses, he's a novelist not a historian. Well, he's not a historian, no. But um, I was surprised to hear it because I do feel like it is happening more and more now, and um, yeah, but um, there's plenty of examples of it sort of happening ironically historically and um mm. and i think that um and i think that um does that make it more legitimate maybe no 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 okay i don't think so i think also that's a little bit clutching at straws over the many thousands of years the examples are yeah. we found it in latin and dickens done it in uh, david copperfield yeah nah no nah. That doesn't sound very recent. It'd be better if you said, <laughs> these people did it in the 30s, these people did it in the 40s, these people did it in the 50s. Yes. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those decades. Again. They were great, weren't they? Um, <laughs> um, so I, I find it's used too much, and it's fine, you know, in a programme. It, it's it, a little bit, it's, it's the equivalent of um, drone camp. In historical documentaries, mm. um, so or documentaries generally, and television generally, drones. Mm. So television has fallen in love with drones, hasn't it? And like you get drone footage. I mean, some of it's great, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. But sometimes it's used too much. It was like when digital technology came into um, sort of documentary making, and you had, and then you had sort of. Um, I mean, this is a, it's a, bit, a bit of a tangent, but you had like. <laughs> Basically, um, cameras that should have that are designed to take stills, taking video, and then yeah. they started. They, then people started using them for documentary because they're very small, and you can get a real intimacy with a with a contributor because you're using a DSLR camera mm. that is normally used for stills. But what you got is like interviews where the point the 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 point of focus is so the um, it's so small that you would get like two people interviewed on a settee for example yeah on a sofa and one of them would be out of focus and they're oh, both talking oh and you know so you need like to rein it in rein it in a bit we've sort of fallen in love with this kind of aesthetic mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um we need there needs to be a kind of recalibration of it mm. and i think with present historical it's similar isn't it that actually it's been used so, so it's much. all right a bit you're saying but yeah it's not all right use it and and use it like judiciously, where there is like a bit of a, a drama happening or something. So, but but it's used throughout a historical program. And your woman who does, you know, the um, is it the Tudors and Stuart? She does a lot of kind of social kind of history about that, not necessarily political. It's Lucy it Worsley. Yeah, Lucy Worsley. Um, <laughs> you she, said that, uh, like you know her. I know. I, I yeah. did about say Lucy, um, um, which was ridiculous because uh, I, I don't know. Her. 
but um, that's a shame. You get on well throughout. Um, so for that reason, uh, I definitely can't put it into Living Room One Hundred and One. Then you just argued it out. Why? Because you said you want it used judiciously. No, but it's been used too much now. Oh, clever. Yeah. So what you want me to put in is the overuse of the yes, historical please. Yes, please, Chris. present. Yes, please, Christopher. Uh, well, look, I it, does it at, so. Here's a question. Mm. You think if it was used judiciously when you heard it, it wouldn't annoy you or your mum? My mum would be annoyed still. So this is quite selfish. Your mum would want it to go in, but you're arguing for it not to go in. I'm arg- No, I'm arguing for the overuse of it to go in. Yeah, I know that. But that's it's, your mum's still going to have to hear it. Yeah. So you're like live on air spitting in your mother's eye. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I... Let's well, put it like that. Look. Here's the deal. This yeah. is up to you, okay? Right. You're going to have to just strap in and make this decision. Yeah. I will put in using the historical present entirely or not at all. Oh. I mean, can you bear to hear someone say, Margaret Thatcher hears on the radio about the sinking of the Belgrano? If it was a one-passage thing in a bigger programme where the rest of it was, was historical... Yeah. And and it was just, just one passage just to sort of like that fit it in with the kind of The Knights you know, approach maybe. Canterbury Cathedral. Thomas Beckett is inside praying and hears them approach. It's annoying. You know what he said when they approached? Go on. Time for Vespers. So would it not annoy you to hear that? <laughs> um, I didn't know they had Vespers then. I thought they just had a he horses said, and carts. He said time for Vespers. That was a Vespa joke that you didn't laugh at, and now... What, me? I said, I said, I didn't know they had Vespas then. I thought they just had horses and carts. No, but I've already told the joke. Have you? That the Vespas, time for Vespas is, is, is Thomas Beckett trying to get on a Vespa to get away from the knights. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, no, I, I'm putting it all in or not at all, so what do you want? Oh, this is a dilemma. Um, yeah, put it all in then. Okay, it's yeah. going in. Okay, great. The whole thing's going in. Because your, actually... Your mum will be pleased. I don't remember it being used at all. No, I don't. A while ago, and I still enjoyed... I mean, World at War. Oh, you wouldn't hear no, Olivier. Olivier. You wouldn't, Olivier wouldn't, he wouldn't do use that. the history. Larry wouldn't do that. You've got to be joking. I used to do a really good Laurence Olivier World at War I thought he'd be in your roof. Yeah. Um. <laughs> can, you give it, can, can you give us one? The troops advance through France. Uh, can you give me something else to say? I mean, it, but it's very yeah. specific. No, of, um, okay. The troops advanced through France. Um, General Patton. Hang on, that was a historical to... present I've done then. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I said the troops advanced through France. Advanced. Yeah, I didn't say advanced. I said advance. Oh. I've just done it. You've having just, just done it. put it in. Do you think Olivier did it? Operation in Barbarossa. Yeah. I'll give you something to say. Yeah. Say, um, so... Um, the Allies were bogged down at Caen, but General Patton broke out south. I can't, I can't remember then headed, all this. Then headed, then headed east, but was cut off f- from the Allies' supply chains. This is far too long. And had to go back. I think you're just showing off about your historical I'm not knowledge. showing off. Just you give me one. Me to give you one. Give, give me the first bit again. Um, the Allies were bogged down outside The Caen. Allies were bogged down outside Caen. General Patton... Uh, what was it? Broke. <laughs> General Patton broke east. No, south. 
And General anybody's... Patton broke south. It's not that good, but you can tell yeah, with it, practice. It's, it got. It's it was good. It started off really yeah, well. Yeah, it did start off well, and then it's, it didn't go because he's got a very particular cadence on it. The yeah. world at war. Yeah. Anyway. Try to Shakespeare. Try to do a bit of Shakespeare. Oh, come on. Now is the winter of now our discontent. Now is the winter of our discontent. Now is the winter of our discontent. summer by this sun of York. And now? all the clouds are loud upon our house in it's the deep off now. bosom of the ocean. I always thought it should be pronounced... Buried. Now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by this son of York. What do you mean, as opposed to what? Well, anyway. It still means the same thing. Yeah. Um, Did you hear the famous story about the the um, outdoor like camping shop in Stratford-upon-Avon that had the sign that said, Now is the winter of our discounted tents. <laughs> <laughs> it was something better than that. Fair play to them. Yeah. Fair play. Or though. now is the discount on our winter tents or something. Yeah. It's really good. Very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. What were we talking about? Um, present historical... It's it gone went in. in. It's gone in. Laurence Olivier. Oh That's yeah, it was just. It was just. After, it was, we were basically at the after party of that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we're at the sort of afterglow <laughs> of getting that in. Yeah. Um, oh, that was a good show, though, wasn't it? World at War. Oh, was it ever? Have you ever seen the one about the Great War, which is called the Great War? Yeah. Which is Michael Redgrave. Oh really? Oh, it's just as good. Is it? Was yeah. it of the same time, or was it? Done yeah, I think it was. No, I think it was before. I just love that. I just love that um, combination of like an incredible narrator, um, archive footage, Mm. um, and that's it. Just telling the story, and none of this like, oh, something has to be going on now. Like we're going to dig up a Spitzfire because nobody's going (laughs) to watch. Nobody's going to watch us just telling the the story of of what happened to the Spitzfire. Spitfire, (laughs) yeah. That we have to dig one up. The Spitzfire. It doesn't. It doesn't. It gets in the way. I think a lot of the time, all the contemporary stuff. It's just a different kind of show. Yeah, I mean, when it's done well, it's good because you'll have like someone who was there or was a pilot and was, and then you know. But, but then can... all this kind of modern stuff, like tacked onto the old story, just tell the old story. Some of those historical narratives are incredible as stories in their own right. Mm. You know, and and people just don't have the kind of confidence to sort of just go, "We're just going to tell the story." Mm. You're worried about people getting in the way of the story again, aren't you? Can we put that in? Can we put in, sorry, as a, as a sort of like addendum, yeah. uh, the, the the necessity that people feel like they have to sort of dig up a Spitfire to actually just tell the story of, of what Spitfires were doing in the Second World War? No. We're not putting that in? No. Because oh, I like time team. That's not the same thing. <clears throat> that is not I like the same people thing. digging up a Spitfire. Not the same thing. But I watched people... this histor- historical documentary about the North Atlantic convoys, yeah? <laughs> which is an incredible story of merchant seamen sacrificing everything in the North Atlantic. The temperatures were were the coldest you'd ever ever experience. Um, I had an interviewee who basically um, had his both legs chopped off because he got frostbite after a, and he was from Sunderland, and I was in touch with all these guys who were there. These things happened to them, and basically I was told that oh we can't do it because we can't dredge up any of the wrecks ah, because okay. the sea's too deep now we're getting to the root of this and like these guys were t- going to tell us the, the, the story of how they were in a raft right. and it was so cold that ice crystals formed in this man's stomach he was then rescued and was taken to a field hospital behind the Russian front 
to have what was called a guillotine process, which was cutting off both of his legs. <laughs> and um, and he still he, he survived, and he survived, you know, wow. in, okay. into his 80s at yeah. the time. I can see that that oh, would be annoying. Oh, we can't up the wreck. I think before this episode, people might not have realised that you did a history degree, but I don't <laughs> think there are any doubt about it now. It's been they? a bit history tinged, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... um we're almost finished, aren't we? We're sort of done, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice I only got one in that time? Because you babbled on so much during yeah, yours. Yeah, <laughs> um, Did we have any tweets to cover? Mark van der Woodson had a good one. Yeah. For your things that do the opposite of what they, they purport ah, to yeah. do. Ah, yeah. Because you said this was like complete nonsense, didn't you? You didn't. I did, I mean, actually, didn't I? I've forgotten mm. that. Yeah. I didn't really believe you, but I believe Mark, because he's come up with a good one. <laughs> Which is, uh, please submit into evidence for products that do the opposite of that they purport to do. Easy iron or creaseless shirts. Which are always the most wrinkled items to come out of the washer. Yeah, He's right. He's, he's right, right about that. So you're now convinced about that? Yeah, I'm convinced about that. So there are products out there that do the opposite of what they purport to do. Thank yeah. you, Mark, for using that word. Yep. Yep. So that's going true. in. You're going to go in? It's going to go in. Yeah, that's going in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have to admit that one nice is one, definitely man. true. Your one was about, you know. What? The right guard deodorant or something. It was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all we've got time for, Chris. Okay then, Tom. Yeah, so I think we should say goodbye. Okay, let's do that then. Tell you what, though. Yeah. Should we just oh. sign off with just like one bye each? Uh, yeah, okay. Or should we just see what happens? No, let's do one each. All right then. Bye then. Bye.